Hey guys, this is Jim from Mastiff, uh, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back once again to a new edition of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, back here once again. And this time I am here today with Jim Hodge. Man, quite the honor. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, Jim, this is an important yet exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at Mastiff with the release of your latest full-length album, Leave Me the Ashes of the Earth, which drops here right here uh, this week on September 10th through Entertainment One. And I want to start things off by, you know, commending you guys on all the well-deserved recognition this has been getting so far. I mean, shout out to the other uh, prominent publications like Kerrang! and Metal Hammer and Decibel and Metal Injection, just to name a few who've been praising your work. There's just so much to unravel about this album, this heavy hitter of an album, and who <clears> you are all about. But before we get to all that, man, um, I feel like there is a light at the end of this long tunnel we've been in. I'm going to ask right away, you're in a hot tub under the stars. How are you holding <laughs> up? I'm sure you're okay. How's life been in the UK for the last eight, nine months, if you can even sum that up? <laughs> um, well, it hasn't all been quite as nice as this um like i said that may be the this may be the perfect setting any of my guests has ever has ever been in so feel free (laughs) to just just uh you know go all out uh well (laughs) yeah the the i think uh, yeah i've been fortunate enough to have this holiday booked for well over a year now uh we had to put it back when the shit hit the fan um yeah so it's not all been uh roses uh it's it's a a very different moment in my life at the at this moment. So um, yeah, no, it's been it's been you know the same as everyone else. 15, 18 months of just yeah. not knowing what the hell's going on, and yeah, it's been crap. Uh, but I mean, having <laughs> said it, that, to put it, yeah, I mean, having said that, I mean, it, it's it's definitely been you know staying busy, staying productive during this time is easier said than done. You guys have done that. I'm I'm glad to see you're doing well, man. I mean. I mean, this. Uh, I love this setting. I, I I might as well just give the whole interview over to you, and just <laughs> let you just you know parade around like just doing the tour. All right, well, this is where I'm doing the hot tub. Here are the stars. Just say no. I'm just chilling. <laughs> like maybe we can save that for a different time. But you know, um, right. something I want I want people to know is that I found very interesting about Mastiff is that uh, uh, very interesting about the band's inception, which was 2014. We can wind the clock back if you want. I mean, you guys are from the city. Kingston upon Hull. Uh, what yeah. more can you tell me about this city? Because from what I have read, you know, there's an atmospheric history behind Hull, founded by you know 12th century monks, and then it went through bombings of World War II. It's not every day I see bands making a name for themselves who come out from there, and here you guys are. But uh, you know, uh, Jim, walk me through that. You know, uh, where are you guys from to where you are now? The local so, music scene. Has uh, that yeah, kind of Hull, effect? Hull, yeah, yeah. So Hull. Uh, you know, was like you said, um, pretty much flattened in the Second World War because of where we're put, uh, where we're based. Um, we're on the coast, and um, if the Germans didn't get us on the way out, if they had anything left, they got us on the way back. So um, we, yeah, we're pretty much decimated. Um, and then because it's a pot also that probably helps as well massively um uh, and then industry like anything like any 
you know, part is based on fishing. And then the fishing industry was also destroyed by certain governments probably 50, 60 years ago, setting yeah. stupid limits and stuff, things. So it was, it was, it's a city that's probably lived on its knees for quite a long time. Um, and I think that's probably a lot to do or has a lot to do with our sound um yeah it's um yeah not that you know we particularly live a, a suffering lifestyle anymore so much but it's still a it's still a hard town it's still a hard city to live in um so yeah that's that 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 helps or helped to fuel the fires of um rage and anger and all the rest so that's probably where you know that's probably the best description i can give you yeah, kind of like translating it and representing it into the best way you can through your lyricism and the music, which we'll get to uh, further down in the interview, which I think it's amazing. Obviously, it's not like, hey, I'm going to go to the UK. Oh, you should go to Hull. I'm like, oh, yeah. OK. I've never heard of that city before, as is the case. And I was we were talking about it before the interview started about how, um, you know, the UK was one of those spots that I, I wanted to visit after the pandemic is over. But, you know, I talked about uh, the band's inception, which was 2014. Even though it's seven years from then till now, it, you've been at this for a while, Jim. And, and by that, I mean, you know, extensive touring. You guys have done some touring. You know, you've shared the stages with bands like some of my favorites, you know, Crowbar and Biohazard, Conjurer, Cult Leader. I remember interviewing them a few years back. Iron Monkey. What is it about, you know, performing live that you love the most or maybe even miss the most? Do you have a newfound appreciation about it now? Um. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I would say definitely. You, you'd be you'd be crazy, if, you know. It's, I've been playing that for years, so mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's something. Unfortunately, you take for granted, and then this came along, and you're like, oh, um, right. I haven't got the, the even the choice of going and watching anybody, even you know, let alone playing ourselves. We, you, yeah just can't go see bands or can't go see couldn't even go see my pals couldn't even practice so yeah, yeah you just do, something simple like that right yeah yeah and you do you miss it massively yes or i miss it massively um and you know we're, we're also we were we were one of the fortunate bands that had timed it luckily with our previous album plague had run its course um mm. we had leave me the ashes Although we didn't know what it was called particularly then, but we had it 80% written and um, we were, had to sit on it uh, and wait for studios to open. So once, you know, once the first lockdown in the UK had finished, we could go and then luckily, you know, we had it already booked, the recording time. And just unfortunately, we had to keep putting it back. So, yeah, yeah we ended up, you know, recording with, uh, Joe Clayton at you know, Studios uh, probably six months later than we, we thought we were going to. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to add something to that, but uh, but because uh, my mind's racing right now, I want to get to Joe here in a second, but you know, you're talking about doing something simple like just seeing your friends, you know, that's something we would just do on a daily basis. I mean, on yeah. speak, another thing that I would do is uh, I was at a show every week. I don't know what, what it was like with you, with your schedule, but before the lockdown, I was at a concert every week, maybe even two concerts. And now it was just now we're starting to open things back up here in the States, you know, even after 18 months. But has this time, you know, from 
March 2020. Now we here we are in September 2021. A- anything new open up for you, uh, you know, uh, personally or maybe even artistically that you may have not discovered before you're by yourself, you know, that maybe doesn't involve music because I've had so many amazing, talented people like yourselves come on here and tell me, yeah, I took up cooking for this amount of time. You know, I read these amount of books. I took up gaming, like, which is not the norm for some of these guests that I've had. Anything that was unusual that you took up, you know, that helped you get through this time aside from music or was it just strictly? Uh, well, because I've got, I've got a nine-year-old daughter. Um, oh, okay. So yeah. she, she takes up a massive amount of time. Um, and yeah, I've got a job other than the band. So I, that, that, you know, was tying me up as well, but yeah, um, I do. Yeah. I do enjoy cooking. Yeah. I suppose now you've mentioned it. I, yeah, I do. I have, I do do a bit more cooking. At so home what's on the what's on the menu today, Jim? Oh <laughs> uh, well, because I am on holiday, it's it's been uh, it's been eat out. It's been restaurant food. So That's good. We've, we've been yeah. and we've had some street food. We've had some um, chicken burgers and but like proper homemade, well homemade restaurant chicken burgers if you can have those, I suppose. But they, it was good food. It was good. Yeah that that's that's good you know <laughs> again again something simple like that you it's it's nice to have something like that to you know just to hear somebody do and and it really shows at, at least for me i know my appreciation has gotten bigger and bigger you know as we move forward throughout time just little things like that getting to go out and eat with a family again you know, just spend time with your family and which i haven't had a chance to do um i haven't seen my grandma in like what uh 13 to 15 months until this oh. past summer so it was nice to see her again and uh, yeah it's it's really it's really good to hear something like that it really feeds into your it seems like it feeds into your creativity within the band just you, you know a chance to but then also you know as you're probably gonna as we will probably talk about how negative we come across and certainly the lyrics um, yeah we'll get so, to that definitely you know, maybe maybe i shouldn't be spending too much happy time <laughs> i think you're okay as long as there's a balance at least for me i think that's healthy i mean here's the thing some negative if you don't have the negativity this may be not the proper way to say it if you don't have the negativity you can't really appreciate the positivity as much if that makes sense yeah you know, it's probably kinda... the other way around with me it's probably the other way yeah there you go I don't and... have the, yeah yeah I, yeah if i don't have the positive i can't i can't appreciate the negative yeah so and... yeah um yeah i'm not a <laughs> I'm quite, a, I'm quite a, uh, what's the best word? Quite a dour man, I suppose. So, yeah, I always see the dark side of every situation. Hey, you're and my an wife at- will back you up. <laughs> you're an atmospheric man. I'll, I'll put it that way. Now, speaking of atmospheric, let's talk about the new album. We talk about everything except the new album, Leave Me the Ashes of the Earth. And this drops here on September 10th on E1. And I want to repeat the words here, Jim. Uh, uh, third album. I don't know if I mentioned this before. This is your third album. Before we get into the, into the core of Ashes, and this is the follow-up to 2019's Plague. And I say that because there's a reason why the publications are saying what they're saying, like I mentioned earlier, because here we are, you know, three albums with Mastiff. You know, is there any such thing as pressure for you, Jim? You know, when you sit down to write again for a new album or even just a follow-up, considering... You know, you guys got past the whole, what is it, the common term here, the sophomore slump, right? You got that second yeah. album out of the way. Yeah, we were not, out. Not, yeah, the, the, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think about that. When you sit down to write a new album, what goes through your head? Do you have to kind of just push everything away to sit down to concentrate on how that works or it just comes naturally? Um, 
I think a plague, plague. You know, I've said this in another interview that plague did empty me. It was, it was, it was a very cathartic album. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been through a lot of turmoil, you know, um, personally in my personal life, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it really did. Uh, I did scrape the barrel um, with a lot of stuff on that. Um, this album, I don't know. It just. It wasn't the easiest album to write for me, and that's probably why you know I let the other lads in the band help with the um, writing mm-hmm. of the lyrics. Um, it's not, you know, it's not quite as negative as Plague. Um, there's a few tongue-in-cheek, light-hearted moments if you can find them, but then again, they are quite well hidden, um, and they're probably too personal to uh to mean anything to anyone else but then you know we know that they're there um but this album as any album you you i think when you start writing you go into it and you you you, you give it you'd give it 100 you know because if you didn't you're doing the wrong thing you if you're not doing 100 and not enjoying it 100 what's the bloody point in doing yeah. it why are you even doing uh, it right yeah yeah exactly so it's just uh it was it was a hard right there was a you know a few moments in the studio all right we were only in there five days but um i you know i had a few wobbles a few moments where i was you know spitting my dummy out and a few temper tantrums i had to rewrite one of the tracks completely because it just didn't work once it had got recorded um so yeah but yeah back to your original question i suppose yeah it was it it, it got the attention it needed or deserved. Yeah. And with this album and good God, like I said earlier, uh, this was crushing. I mean, it blew my fucking face off. I mean, like I said, <laughs> it made me want to gargle peanut butter and I, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. I mean, from songs like that slow burning opening track, hiss, you know, to repulse to beige Sabbath to endless to my favorite lung lung rust, the last one. I mean, you guys as a unit, you know, you've expanded on that musicality from plague. And by that, I mean, Fusing these sounds of, you know, black and sludge and grindcore and power violence with hardcore elements within your compositions. I mean, your vocals are still haunting me. I mean, it will probably be the case for a while now, which is a good thing. And within all this, you know, you guys have been compared to the likes of, you know, uh, Napalm Death and Nails and Converge and Caven, to name a few. I'll even throw a band out here that you may not have heard of is uh, Concrete. They're from New York. They're a metallic hardcore band. And okay. uh, my hope I is hope, I hopefully I you guys get to tour someday, because uh, when I heard this album, I'm like, wow, the fact that you guys haven't toured together yet, it's mind blowing. So hopefully we can. That's something we can do. All right. Um, they're on my hit list. And I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll go check Con- them out. Concrete. Great dudes. Absolutely great dudes. If you were to tour with them, you will never forget them. They're some of the nicest people cool. I've ever met. I mean, some of the very most passionate people I've ever met, like yourself, you're putting pen to paper when it comes to getting out what they feel in their fucking heart to the you know to the lyricism to the musicianship anyway um i digress like it's just you know uh-huh. that, that's who they're all, all about but you know jim you have this you know identity within your band and you're growing with it with your own established established sound and you're doing it well i began to think about the sound of this album you know how much did things change from when you first started composing on ashes to where you ended up finishing it did a lot change a lot change in between did nothing change was there already a specific would, sound you guys already had in mind with this album? I think because the way we write, we are a 
uh, Trap was in, all five of us in a room when we write. Hmm. We don't, we're not like a million miles apart from each other. So, and we all are really good pals. It's not like, you know, we're just musicians who were in a band together. Uh, we are really good mates. And uh, we have been through hell and back with, you know, a few of us, me included, have been through, you know, personal stuff. So, yeah, it does. And But that's that, again, is back to, you know, we, we are... We are not a. Uh, we we don't write songs that we struggle to play live. We we write songs that were written live. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. so that that not a lot changes. Um, you know, Phil, our guitarist, he changes the guitar like every other day, sort of thing. It seems, but the sound remains the same. And um, but it, we we like to. We've been able to experiment a little bit more on this album, just with you know having not quite as strong a time constraint with you know studio time and stuff. So, um, but I wouldn't say it's particularly changed. It's just been refined. Yeah, and uh, with Plague, that was recorded live, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, pretty much. So, yeah. One definitely... day, yeah, one one day recording, and then one day mastering it. And that was that was pretty much it. Mixing and mastering it, yeah, it was. Hey, hey, hey Pray, that <laughs> wor- that worked in my book. And uh, obviously, you can see, I'm like, I'm struggling with my words because I'm so excited to get this out there. So, my apologies for everyone who's listening. I get no, so no, excited no, cool. when I get excited. I get, I stumble along my words, and that just shows uh, my dedication to what you guys have done. You know, now I want to talk about that production because we were touching on it for a little bit. It was uh-huh. so dark. It was so raw pure and atmospheric like i mentioned it ties into the band's history you know like i said where you all come from and i'm an audiophile these days jim i'm very picky on how i want my music to sound the way i want it to sound i didn't have to mess with any eq levels on this album and we talked about joe clayton and he's known for his work with ren and leached and peen i think that's how you say that word uh, pine pine yeah okay p-i-j-n pine yeah it's pine so it's like there's the silent or not silent jay but it's the the i suppose it's the um the right way to spell it <laughs> spanish yeah spanish yeah. Jay, i guess yeah. yeah yeah so so he had a big part in the hand in the production and this was created at in just five days at no studio talk about yeah, joe great. and talk about that for a second i'm sure there was that sense of comfortability in the studio for you jim knowing that you had joe clayton working on ashes with you right yeah, well, we've been lucky enough to know Joe a little bit longer, you know, because because of the bands and we've crossed paths before. And, and Leached, Leached are a great, you know, set of mates of ours. And uh, yeah, we've just been lucky enough to know Joe long enough. And he was uh, he was enthusiastic when we said we'd love to come and record with him. So he was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make this happen. And, you know, as I said previously, we had to put it back a couple of times. But yeah, we were, we'd have waited, you know, another year to work with Joe because he's just he was just capturing or he's captured on other albums what we wanted um and so Joe mastered it uh, sorry mixed it and and then we had James Plotkin uh come along and master it so mm-hmm. uh yeah he's they both did an incredible job um Joe produ- production wise as well you know, as a as a, a work along producer was just yeah amazing it was just it it pulled the best out of us all yeah and shout out to those guys for bringing out this you know the atmospheric tone that this album needed i feel like everything was done the way it should and it had an effect on me like i said there's a reason why your vocals haunt me the way they do it's because they had a big part in that and you know between writing 
and structuring the songs at the production process, <coughs> like we just talked about, um, you know, Jim, uh, you know, the lyricism throughout Leave Me the Ashes of the Earth. This is something that I wanted to get into because the name okay. itself, you know, e- even the record would be suitable for themes of we talked about negativity, right? You know, you know, betrayal, depression, yep. self-loathing, yep. Uh, a, a total despair. It was that devilish glee that this uh, kind of this tone that this album took me through all of the above whatever you, whatever you may want to add to that even times like today i feel like it would you know embracing the darkness is something that has been eye-opening to say the least you know i begin to think if there is something tangible like a theme to this album is that true and if it is how important are themes to you is that more about helping you write or sound or is that more for the audience because there's a lot of artists who don't really give a shit about themes. they just do 10 songs in the studio and that's it but I felt like with this album, you guys really went above and beyond to get the message, the tone, the um, the grit, you know, inside the listener, which you've done with me. So, <laughs> well, I guess I don't know because because, like I said, the 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 writing of it was was um, is personal. But then, if somebody like yourself takes something from that album, that's that's amazing. Um, you know, it's it's unbelievable to hear people's talk to me about lyrics and stuff and you know find either a positive or a negative in them and and take something good away from them or you know whichever or you know uh connecting from them um the thing is i I don't mean to interrupt you but the thing is i want to add that because because of the negativity that helps me or whoever it is get that release we need you know that's why you have kind of have that positive feeling at the end if you get what i'm saying so I just wanted to piggyback off what you were saying. No, no, that's cool. Um, you know, it's just, it's nice to hear feedback and, you know, that's exactly what I mean. People's different perspective on my outpourings. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's odd to have a conversation like this because I, uh, I write just, I don't know. I do write heartfelt lyrics. Um, they might not, be a lot of lyrics but i know where i'm coming from and what i'm trying to get mm-hmm. out um i mean let's be honest the world is a shit pit and it's easy to write stuff about it and for somebody to take a moment and go i i identify with that or oh, i can see where you're coming from it you know it, it's mind-blowing to me yeah. so I, I just write what's in my head um as a not particularly as a, a theme for the album but I don't know. You, you can come home, you have an absolute horrendous day, you know, and then life at home kicks in as well. And you're like, oh, do you know what? I need to go and sit in my shed or my garage or whatever. And I'm just going to go and hide myself. And so, you know, it's worked out sometimes that I have had a song from, you know, the band and I've been able to empty my guts onto that bit of yeah. music i suppose so it's that yeah that's that's pretty much how i work i'm not like um i don't look for a theme before or you know whilst whilst we're writing the li- music sorry um and it just it is what it is at the the time when i feel the outpouring or able to outpour that's what comes out so yeah and jim if, if it's if it's something that are like difficult to talk about don't worry about it man like you share what you want to <laughs> share right because 
I feel like it gave you a chance to channel everything that you're feeling into these lyrics and into the sound, bro. We love heavy metal for a reason, man. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's not like we have to go out there and just, Oh, well, I feel this, 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 no, fuck that. Just listen to the, what I'm writing. Listen to what I'm, what I'm, yeah. it's, it's in the, I mean, in like the a, sound, you know, you know, I could go back. If you'd have interviewed me when we did plague, <laughs> you'd have been ringing, you know, the, the, the doctors to make sure I was okay. Cause I was, yeah, you know, it was, uh, I was in a shit stain of a place. Yeah. It was so, yeah. But then, you know, this one comes along and, you know, I'm still in, as any and everyone is, they all have shit days. We all have shit moments. And, but, yeah, I can, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to capture it in lyrics and, yeah, and people identify them. So, yeah, it's cool. Let me ask you this Do you see Leave Me the Ashes of the Earth as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life looking back? A couple of songs do, yeah, definitely. Um, there's a couple of tracks on it that are, you know, I've said again that we are a, polit- a political band, but you know, it was it was quite easy to write lyrics about idiots in charge. Um, should we put it that <laughs> I'm way? I'm glad you. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> yeah, because you know, there nowadays there's no difference in one group to another group. Uh, one political party to another political party, they're all pretty much pissing the same pot. And as long as they're making money, it seems. Uh, yeah. So, and that's yeah. the world over, I think. So. Yeah. And and I think you've definitely struck a chord within uh, the compositions of this album. I can't wait to, I can't wait till it drops, man. And I can't wait to, you know, have <laughs> you guys here in the States. Hopefully, you know, I'm dying to see you guys live. And- uh, well, ho- hopefully, I mean, we're, again, we are busting, we are busting a good to come, uh, and play your fair isle. So yeah, it would it would be amazing to come. Uh, you know, it, it would be amazing to think that because I shout in a band, I would get told bloody well. Then yeah, that's that that would make me a very happy man. Well, speaking of my wife and my child, but <laughs> I, I'll tell you this much, bro. You're on holiday, man. You d- be a happy man, man. You're you're enjoying the time out there so that that's we'll we'll talk about that at a different time you know as far as touring that's, okay. a, whole, that's a whole different cool. part man jim we've yeah. covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview you know everything that you've been telling me you know from from when you first started to where you are now you know i don't mean to get sappy here but what is the most rewarding part for someone like you who is now at this point in their career you know like i mentioned three albums with mastiff at the same time you've been involved with many of the different aforementioned talented bands, artists, individuals throughout that timeline we have discussed, you know, as a musician, hell, as a human being, did all that sort of just play a part in helping you grow as an artist or even a person? Do you ever just look back on that stuff? Um, Yeah, you know, playing for 30 years in bands and different genres, uh, yeah, genres and different guises and, and supporting people that have, you know, bloody worships and what have you so it yeah we should have gotten a drink before this interview (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just it's just yeah it can't do anything but um have an effect on me i suppose um i'm i feel very lucky um and i'm by you know no means am i in any way shape or form Somebody to be, I don't know, I don't want to say the word worship, but that's bloody, you know, people 
follow you or what you know i don't don't follow me because i'm as lost as everybody else <laughs> you're just happy man you're doing what you're doing and that counts as an answer you know i know it's a loaded question but if you could just say bro i'm happy i don't have to explain myself to you i am shit, happy you know? i am happy today i'm happy <laughs> tomorrow i might not be i might be a miserable shit and that's tomorrow. okay and that is totally okay you don't even have to explain yourself as far as that is concerned and the, <laughs> that's the worst part especially at a time like today oh you got to tell me why are you doing this the whole cancel culture thing like we can dive into that rabbit hole as further as you want but i am tired yeah but then you know if you're if you've got a brain about you you shouldn't be saying shit anyway you shouldn't be saying negative stuff you know saying whatever i mean living like live everybody does it you know just don't don't ride on anybody's don't ride on anybody too hard and just be cool just chill out yeah you know all right people say the wrong things sometimes but people say the wrong the right things and still are written or still taken the wrong way so just yeah just chill out i just it's a great thing that it's been pulled up you know everybody's been pulled up and the cancel culture has kicked in and you know there's a lot of a lot of ghosts in a lot of people's covers i guess so it's just it's great that I suppose the younger generation, I hate to say that, but the younger generation have grabbed the bloody bull by its horns and gone, no, you can't say that shit and it's wrong and you shouldn't Mm. feel that way about other people. And, you know, yeah, that's, I suppose that's the one good thing to come out of, you know, the riots and whatever you like, the the, the BLM. It's not something that has to be thought about. It's something that is just... It's, it's ridiculous because people, yeah. you know, the color of the skin are getting judged differently. It's ridiculous. It's to me, it's fucking horrendous that it was even a thing that had to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you this much: when someone in a hot tub is telling me to chill out, you better fucking listen. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best way to, to sum up this interview, man. Uh, Jim, this has been such an honor, man. I, I, I can't help but ask if you weren't a musician. What would you be doing right now? Has that ever crossed your mind? I, I, I think about that. What would I be doing now if I wasn't a musician? I mean, I've been putting you on the spot this morning, oh, haven't I? Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> he was like, bro, I'm just I'm just in a hot tub, man. What are you making me do? I would probably be in a fucking hot tub chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the best answer I've ever had out of all. Where I've, I've asked this to many amazing people like yourself, and you had the perfect answer to that. Now, um, um, you know, I usually am interviews on a pretty fun note and, um, but I, we didn't really touch on this as much. I know we touched on themes and stuff like that on the album, but Jim, do you have five favorite movies or maybe even albums you can think of at the top of your head? I'll, I'll let you pick whichever subject you want to tackle, whether, whether you're watching right now or, or all time favorite that you can just, that's a proper um, well, I'm covered in Star Wars tattoos, so I could probably, I could cheat my way out and say the, the nine Star Wars films, but that would be, you know, oh my a proper God. Cheat. You're talking to one of the biggest uh, Star Wars fans out there, so just saying. Oh, God, let me think. I got like three yeah. Star Wars posters on the other side of my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's one from each other. from each Oh, my goodness. That is fucking awesome. Holy crap. <laughs> That is um, awesome. So let me think. Star Wars. And, uh, yeah, Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
Okay. Um, oh, God. Martyrs, but the French version, which is a horrendous horror film. But that's the one that sticks out in my mind. Huh. Um, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's fucking horrendous. It's one of those films where you think, should I really be watching this? Hmm. Um, oh, God. So that's three. We do three. That's three. You want to do, you want to stick with three? That's okay. We can stick with three. Fucking hell. I could be here all night. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Saving Private Ryan makes me cry every bloody time I watch great, it. Great movie. Fantastic yeah, movie. Um, maybe Spielberg's best if I were to really yeah, dissect his uh, filmography there. Yeah, but then Schindler's List is a horrendous film as well. So, that, but in, in a positive way. But, you no. know. Um, Fucking hell, what else was fun? Oh, what did I watch the other night? And it was real fun. You got four. Uh, you can do one more. <laughs> oh, God. What did I watch? Oh, nobody. I wa- that was the last oh, film so, I watched. So a friend of mine oh. is re- recommending I, I see that. Uh, so now that you oh, mentioned it, I'm going to have to actually. Yeah, it's so good. It's so fun. I was laugh out loud brutality in some okay. points. It's just, yeah, it's a good chuckle film. Yeah. Vi- violent, but, you know, good. Tongue in cheek. Like John Wick, but. It's, you know, the family guy goes nuts sort of thing. So it's a good film. Real good uh, film. I'll, I'll add that to my list. A fun fact. if I, I know my hair is tied up, but if I were to pull it down, I look exactly like John Wick. Uh, I'll tell you <laughs> something. If, you, if I wear a suit around the city, people will call you John Wick around here in Dallas, Texas. Oh, well, that's let me, cool. let, me, let me just tell you that. That's anyway, a good glimpse of <laughs> anyway, I think it was Keanu Reeves' birthday, I think, two days ago as well. So it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, happy birthday, Keanu. And for some random reason, we're just saying that. But Jim, <laughs> this has been great, man. I'd love to stay in touch with you on the socials, man, after this interview is over. Um, can't no wait to do this again. Bro, do you have any last words? Just any shout outs, anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as Mastiff? Uh, well, we've got, we've got a new video. We dropped on Friday, Midnight Creeper video. Um, yeah. It's on YouTube. Um, and then obviously the album's out this coming Friday. Please stream it. Nick it. Get a copy of it any way you can. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Send nice emails <laughs> to everyone and tell them how cool we are, and because yeah. uh, they've been so good to us. And um, yeah, just appreciate everybody listening to me waffle on, and appreciate time like you know people like yourself giving us uh, time to spout off and talk shit. Hey, that's why I'm here, man. All you, all, all you got to do is talk shit on here, and you'll be set to go. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this much: I'm gonna our next interview. I'm gonna make sure I'm in the hot tub. <laughs> so okay, you, cool. All you, right, yeah, no you, problem. You we'll, are, we'll, you, we'll... you are, a, you are a living inspiration to, to me. I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go here. I hope you, uh, you know, I hope you have a great holiday weekend, Jim. Um, have a great time with your family. Uh, if you guys go on tour, be safe. Um, I can't wait to have you guys here in the states. Oh yeah. Um, and we everyone... have a tour. Uh, it's a UK tour, but we have a tour in October as well. So that's with our pals, Caligram. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I better plug that, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, last week in October around the UK. Check us out. Check our socials. It's all on there. Um, and again, thank you so much, Sonny. It's been no. a pleasure to meet you. No, thank you, man. We'll stay in touch. Everyone who's listening, this is Jim Hodge, the monstrous Jim Hodge in a hot tub from Mastiff. <laughs> Uh, uh, leave me the ashes of the earth drops this Friday on E1. Please do us a favor and check us the, check the album out. Like he said, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Jim, again, have a great holiday weekend, man, and we'll stay in touch. And I'll talk to you next time, buddy. Cool. Cheers, dude.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.